Welcome to Indonesia dan Lain-Lain, the podcast about everything you need to know about Indonesia. Hi, I'm Erin Cook. I run the Dari Mulut Pe Mulut subscription service and I'm a journalist here in Jakarta. And I'm Hayat Indriyatno. I'm an editor with Monga Bay, the environmental news website. And Erin uh, and I are formerly with Jakarta Globe. And uh, I also go back to the Jakarta Post. Yes, and, uh, alumni. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, hey, uh, guys, hey, it's been a while. It's been a month. Really sorry about that. We took an extended mudik. <laughs> took a while for you to get home and all that much, eh? Yeah, ex- yeah. That's, it was so bad. Yeah, extra bad this year. But yeah, you know, a belated uh, Eid Mubarak to everyone. Yes, you too. How yeah. did you go? Did you have a good week with the family? Yeah, it was pretty good. I mean, uh, you know, apart from the traffic, but <laughs> you know, when you get together with family, it sort of makes up for it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so, a heartwarming moment for you, Hyatt. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so a lot's happened in the month that yes. we've been away, and so we just like to, you know, run through the yeah you know, the, the big stuff we've kind of missed stuff, in the last yeah. week and a bit. So maybe yeah, first of all, uh, our condolences to the Udiono family. Uh, yes, obviously, the- you know, uh, former first lady Ani Udiono passed away on June first. Uh, she had leukemia. She died in Singapore. Yes, she's uh, very very well loved. I was amazed to see the outpouring from. All, was, over, all over the country. It was incredible. And, uh, you know, I got to say, I I don't want to make this political, but uh, Megawati has always pretty much hated uh, SB, uh, SBY. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, she missed his, uh, she skipped out on his inaugurations. Oh, really? Uh, and so, uh, you know, to see her showing up at uh, Annie's uh, funeral, I think that was, you know, classy move on her yeah, part. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, Jokowi also uh, Jokowi, said it was a, yeah. a beautifully unifying moment. Exactly, after- yeah. Right in the wake of the of the right and, riots, and, and so we had you know the other uh, you know living former president uh, Habibi was there oh, as well, yeah. and so yeah it was it was a really good moment and really if you want a unifying moment that's it but uh, there was one notable absence. Yes, I will spend the rest of my life wondering why he said this. Yeah, so uh, we're talking about Prabowo, of course. Uh, he he was not in the country at the time, and he he did not show up for the funeral. But he did come. I believe he visited uh, SBY. The yeah, day paid after. his respects to the Yudiono. And he went and said, the, yeah. you know, God, the most gauche thing that you could probably say at anyone's passing, which was, uh, "Ani Yudiono voted for me in the election." Uh, it just baffles me because, for one, obviously, yeah, like the the family is part of the. Of that coalition, but mm-hmm. why? You know what it reminds me of. You know when Justin Bieber visited the Anne Frank house mm-hmm. and wrote in that book, uh, you know, rest in peace. I know you would have been a believer. <laughs> it just reminds me of that. I have no idea yeah, why he would say it's, it. It was it was childish on that level, certainly. And he was. Uh, I don't know if he meant to be mean spirited about yeah. it, but certainly you could see the reaction as Sby's face and in his body. He was language. off it. Yeah. He was. He was pretty much. At that point, he pretty much just told Prabowo to leave. Yeah. In, you know, I mean, in his roundabout way. But yeah, wh- what did he gain from that? I mean, there was no political points to score there. There was. I, and it, I think it know. really um, kind of turned the knife in for a lot of people that yeah. had previously supported Prabowo and yeah. grown more annoyed with him. Yeah. After and, that, you can't come back. And you can pretty much see that, you know, the rift between the Democrats and the Prabowo's coalition has oh, pretty much just, done. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, right now you got talk of. The Democrats wanting to join the yeah the cabinet join the, the cabinet join the Jokowi coalition so oh, that'll be an interesting few months negotiating yeah. all that uh, of course you know 
that all depends on the outcome. Yes, we're not there just yet. <laughs> yeah, so we're we're waiting right now on the outcome of the constitutional court hearings on the election dispute that Prabowo has filed. And we were supposed to hear this coming Friday, but we now yeah, going to hear so, this Thursday. Yeah, apparently so. Uh, on Monday, uh, they they announced that uh, they're uh, bringing it forward. The the, mm. the ruling they're bringing the ruling forward to this Thursday, the twenty seventh. Yep. Uh, so twenty seventh, this is scheduled for twelve thirty uh, in the afternoon. So uh, stay off the roads Thursday. It's going to be yeah, March yet. Yeah. So very interesting to see what they come up with. Uh, have you Does been keeping mean, track? Uh, sort of vaguely. Like I, okay. uh, I've been excited about the case, mm-hmm. but I also know that um, uh, the evidence the Probo camps given right. hasn't been too compelling. It. it to say it's underwhelming is, uh, is an understatement. As soon as those stories came out where it was just like, oh, it's op-eds and Facebook right. comments, I was like, uh, there's not much in it's this. It's not just that because the witnesses they presented, you know, they said they promised that they would present evidence of structured, massive and systematic voter fraud. And so, yep. uh, and really the witnesses that, that they presented, all they were doing is just providing anecdotal evidence. Ugh. And to even call it evidence is just, it's just hearsay, stretch. basically. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, the these witnesses have become memes, yeah. pretty much. And, uh, you know. That's nothing, the worst punishment in Indonesian politics, right. I think. Getting memed. <laughs> right. Really and, uh, nothing they said has, has been credible. But, you know, uh, that that's one line of their argument. The other yeah. line, of course, is they're seeking to have uh, Maruf Amin, Jokowi's uh, Vice presidential candidate uh, disqualified on the grounds that he is uh, an official with uh, two uh, Sharia banks that are owned by state-owned companies. Ah, and that's not really legs to this one, is my understanding. Uh, the, okay, the thing is, it's it's complicated. Yeah. Uh, these two companies, Bank Sharia Mandiri and uh, also big, yeah, yeah. BNE Sharia and Bank uh, Sharia Mandiri. Yeah. Uh, there are subsidiaries of Bank Mandiri and Bank uh, uh, BNI. Yep. And both of these, the main banks themselves, not the Sharia banks, the main banks are state-owned, B-U-M-N. Um, and under election law, you have to resign as an official of a B-U-M-N if you're going to run. Oh, so there's a debate over whether... Over whether these subsidiaries counts, yeah. count as B-U-M-N. And uh, I think there's a good case to be made that they do. Um and all, there's also a question of, uh, was he actually an official of these banks? Yeah. yeah. Because uh, he serves as uh, uh, on the Sharia Advisory Council for both these banks. Which isn't necessarily... Which isn't the same as, as an executive mm. or a director of these banks. Uh, because obviously you can hold a post at more than one of these banks at the same time. Yeah. Uh, an executive could not. Yep. Uh, and so, yeah, there's there's that question. Uh, does he what, count as an official? Yeah, what, so what do you think? Do you think he's going to get done on it or he'll get a... I don't know. It's very interesting. I'd like to see him get done on it. Uh, <laughs> me personally, because, you know, you oh, know my feelings about this particular the, candidate. Conspiracy time. <laughs> is it all part of the plan? You know what? It could be. I mean, <laughs> Jacoby's been known to, you know, nominate cards people, things. you know, with the full knowledge that they w- won't go ahead. Yes. Uh, and so I wouldn't put it past me, but <laughs> still, that's a stretch. Uh, 
it's hard to say on, on this particular issue i say it's still 50 50 yeah but on the you know the claims of structured you know massive systematic fraud i think there's nothing there yeah like uh, the fact that we can't point to anything immediately yeah. shows that there's nothing right exactly. systemic and structural and yeah and so uh yeah so that's you know uh, we got that verdict coming up it's at this point i i i'm pretty confident it's it's uh do you think it's gonna it's, be it's chaotic because I don't I know that the 212 groups have promised to right. show up, but uh, now that it's a day and that, sooner. And that's actually part it? of the reason that they moved the uh, the hearing forward. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, Fridays is usually their... Their big day. Their day, and that's that's when they go to the club. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, so... Michelle I, is going, <laughs> off on a Friday. <laughs> and so, I, is is it going to water down the any potential for uh, a riot or, you know, a violent protest? Yeah. I don't know. You can never really tell with these guys. It's interesting. They're definitely not taking any chances. Hey, yeah. like um, there's polery everywhere at the yeah. moment. Like, oh god. Yeah. So that's something to look out for, and uh, you know, that's in the yeah. In so the next, few next days. week we'll have um. So we will know we'll who to, the yeah. definitive president is. <sighs> yeah. Any hot takes? Nah, I think we're all pretty in agreement. Works. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it's a you, it's it's a done deal at this point. Yeah. Yeah, it's a given. Um, what else have we got? So news, yeah, just today. Apparently, a series of big earthquakes. Yes, huge ones, all out in uh, East Indonesia, and they're very big. Even um, Darwin, out my way, had to evacuate. They were that really, big, which is scary. Wow. Right. So because it was, I, if I looked at the map correctly, if I remember, it was somewhere between Maluku and Timor, right? Yes. Yeah. So Dili and so that, and that's Darwin pretty close to Darwin, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, not that close. I think they got a bit excited, but <laughs> um, much closer to Dili. But still, yeah. <laughs> it's got to be pretty big if they were right. they were nervous. And so, uh, I believe that we were still getting aftershocks in Papua. Yeah, Papua's had. Uh, I think the uh, BMKG was saying they've had up to thirty aftershocks today right. alone, which is really scary. The aftershocks were up to six point zero. So okay, so just to confirm, no reports of like casualties. No, yet? and we haven't have not seen anything yet about uh building damages okay. or anything. So it seems like they were very big, but very deep and just thankfully smack in the middle of the ocean. Okay, uh, sea or and you know because they are in the middle of the ocean, we can confirm there's no tsunami warnings. No right? tsunami warnings. Okay. which is very good but i don't know um, it makes me nervous, makes well, me nervous. what was the biggest one what magnitude was that 7.7 7.7 7. huge yeah that is pretty damn big yeah so so hopefully that's something we won't have to worry about too much in the yeah but that's the thing about earthquakes right they're totally unpredictable yeah, yeah. oh it stresses me out yeah and i've got to stop reading about this like a we're overdue for the big one Ugh. yeah because that's not how it works is it <laughs> right not how it's, it works. yeah it hits when it hits. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. Speaking of disaster, let's uh, move on from natural disaster to something totally inevitable and human-made. Uh, a lighter factory, an illegal lighter factory in a village up in North Sumatra. Yes. Huge fire there. 30 people dead. It's hideous. It's really, really scary stuff. So it's yeah. uh, just like cigarette lighter, regular, regular. Yeah. Um, and so, what? Thirty women, twenty-five women, twenty-five women in and, a home factory, uh, and five children. There is five some children. of them had brought Ugh. their children with them, uh, and most of these children were infants. So that's why the mothers were caring for them. The factory—it's been found that it was oper- operating illegally. Yeah. Uh, the factory owner and like 
I think two supervisors, they've been arrested. Oh, good. So at least this. So, uh, they've been charged with criminal negligence. It's, mm. and this is the horrifying thing. The doors of the factory were locked. Uh, so everybody was just, Jesus, that's really scary. Yeah, it's, it, you know. It's, I've seen it, the photos, like the photos, the, mm-hmm. the building's obliterated. It it's, is charred, it is, is raised to the ground. And, uh, you know, I've been watching, you know, uh, the interviews that the media are doing with the survivors, family members. Yeah. Um. This was a pretty bad operation because, you know, these women were making like, what, 700000 a month, which oh. is less than half of the minimum wage. Yeah. And uh, the the way the, like, the husbands are, you know, the, who, who've been left behind, the, the way they're speaking about it is like, this was just a, a job for her to, you know, supplement the family income. So that they had to lose their lives. Yeah, you it's know? just so exploitative. Yeah. And this isn't the first time we've seen stuff like this. There was... Been similar incidences. There have that, been, yeah. That, that, oh, what was it? Down in Bogor last year, I think there was a big uh, firecracker st- factory or right, something yeah. insane. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of these these factories that, that you'll see out in the villages and in, in the kampong and stuff, they're, you know, they're home industries, but they're illegal. Yeah. For the most part. I mean, they're unregulated. They don't have the- They're not getting paid right. Right. No safety. There's, yeah. the, there's no mandated safety uh, features like, you know, exits or, or yep. extinguishers and that sort of stuff. And so it's the people that do work there, they tend to be from the very, you know, marginalized communities, yep. very, very underprivileged communities. And so when it, when a disaster like this strikes, it's like just totally, you know, for the families, it's such a huge blow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So devastating. Yeah. So have we heard anything? So this is in uh, North Sumatra. Yeah. But have we heard anything from? Uh, North Sumatra Manpower or the Ministry here in Jakarta. Is there going to be uh, some sort of crackdown on these sorts of? Yeah, they are. There is, and then that's the sad part about it is that it's always reactive. Yeah, the, the response is always okay. This happened, so now let's now look out for look more out examples of illegal lighter factories. Yeah, as opposed to just constantly as, monitoring, as opposed to just like a, a blanket sweep on illegal home industries. Yeah, right. Uh, and so, yeah, that's that's what they're going to do because it seemed to be the right thing. Yeah. Oh, God. Which, that's bleak. You know, that's... That's just so sad. That's too little so... too late, really, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, you know, condolences to these families. You know, it's, it's, it's a huge loss when, you know, you lose the mother, you lose a wife, sister. Possibly even son or daughter as yeah, well. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Because they're the children that, that died. And so... Uh, and uh, I think... Uh, only one of the 30 women, uh, so, sorry, 30 victims, uh, only one of them was actually covered by the uh, state health insurance. Oh, God, so there's BBJS. layers of yeah. failures here. So yeah. uh, any, you know, compensation or, or anything like that that the families do receive, it's going to come on a completely voluntary basis from the, from the government. Rest of the, uh, so if the government feels like it, they can pay them, or yep. if not, so... Again, this is like the poorest people in the country at the mercy of the authorities, basically. So yeah, not it doesn't. It's not a good, uh, you know, ad- advertisement for Indonesian labor. No, not at all. Yeah, that's uh. Oh yeah. God. Okay. On that bleak note, what else do we have? Yeah. Does it get much better? Uh, it gets a little bit more confusing actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from North Sumatra, we go to West Java. Hey, we wouldn't be the first to do that. Trip. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, to Bandung, okay. Uh, did you know that Bandung has an airport? Uh, 
Yes, but I don't know anybody who's gone to it. Yeah. Okay. So Bandung already has an existing airport. So Hussein Sastra Nagara. It's it's also it it serves as a the air force base there for. All、oh, right. So it's a big old. Yeah. Pretty much the same way Harlem is for Jakarta. It's、oh, yeah, an air yeah, force yeah. base and a commercial airport, and so. Uh, the government, being the government,、uh, figured that、uh, one airport wasn't enough, and they're going to give it another one. It's probably fair enough, really. Bandung is huge. Yeah, sure. If it's an airport serving Bandung, but this one is bloody miles out. It's like what a hundred clicks out. It's closer yeah, to Cirebon. Closer to Cirebon. It's the Cirebon airport. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Uh, uh, and so I think the government has mandated that by、uh, as of July first, right?、Uh, Airlines、yes. uh, are going to have to start moving some of their branding operations to this new airport,、uh, Kreta Jati. Yeah, so it's, it's Lion Air's taking a lot of flights out there. Is that? Yeah, so they're moving twenty six flights.、Uh, <laughs> most of them are flights from、uh, elsewhere in Java, Sumatra. It's a bummer enough to be flying with Lion Air, but then to yeah, just take、like、a three hour car. Yeah, right to Bandung. It, it makes is, no sense. It is、me. really going to be that long to, from from Kreta Jati to、uh, to to Bandung. <sighs> Central, because I mean, Hussein Sastra Nagara is in downtown. Yeah. Okay, and there was nothing wrong with that airport. I think、uh, they're、uh, prioritizing that airport for international flights because they do get quite yeah, a few. Yeah, they do a lot of Singapore, Singapore、KL. and Malaysia. Yeah. yeah. So may- maybe their focus is to make that、uh, the international hub and and Kreta Jati the for, more for domestic. It just genuinely baffles my brain,、yeah. though. I don't understand how you can sell tickets to somebody saying、mm-hmm. that they're going to Bandung. Right. Then drop them off in Cirebon and、yeah. tell them to get. The I、bus. think maybe the justification is in the name. Kreta、uh, yeah. Jati is 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 what we call it, but the, the formal designation is West Java International Airport. Ah, yes. So I think the idea, you know, this was all part of、uh, Jokowi's infrastructure push. He wanted to、uh, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. build connectivity throughout the country, not just the big cities, so, which is totally totally yeah, reasonable. So I guess、uh, you know, eventually down the line, this particular airport is going to serve more than just Bandung. It's going to、mm. serve Cirebon, obviously, yeah, and then、yeah. the other.、Uh, Other cities in、uh, in West Java, so you know, right now Bandung is obviously the biggest destination, so、yeah. that's what we focus on. But <laughs> I don't know I, <laughs> if I was like somewhere, let's say I'm in Medan and I wanted to go to Bandung, and I find out that after the flight I have to take this hundred three hour car trip, right? With not counting Machet, yeah, yeah, exactly, and that's like、uh, pretty much Machet Central, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it. Um,、uh, have to see.、It. That's going to be a meltdown on Indonesia、yeah. Twitter. I can't wait for this. July first.、Yeah. Keep an eye out. Yeah, and you know, on top of ticket prices being expensive. Yeah, well,、uh, have we had any sort of update there? Uh, no, the government saying nothing of the sort. It just is what it is. I think pre-Mudik, you know, everyone's saying for Mudik.、Uh, yeah, it's supposed to be fixed now, but it's not. Yeah, it's it's supposed to be fixed, and then the. Uh, transport minister go- comes out and says, "You know, it's a good thing that、uh, ticket prices,、uh, flights, the prices are high because now people can take the bus." <laughs> with, you ever try taking the bus to Batam? Yeah, I love this. Very proud of being a country of seventeen thousand islands. Yeah, get the bus there. Yeah, take the. God damn, get on the bus. <laughs> My dad's the minister. I love that. <laughs> yeah. So, that's you know a really confusing note to sort of、yeah. end on. Uh, yeah. Don't go to Bandung for a while, or if you do, take the bus. <laughs> Sorry, what's <Winston. laughs> up? Yeah. All right. Well, I think next week's going to be one to look forward to.、Once、Absolutely, we because we word, will have that、uh, meltdown. Who knows what Sandy's going to do? Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, hopefully no riots. Yes. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Touch wood on that. Yeah. So, uh, but I'm keen. To, oh, I'm very keen to see what happens with Maruf as well because I can't yeah. imagine. Yeah. I'm not, you know, too much strife. I, I'd like to see him be disqualified, but I don't think it's going to happen. But I mean, okay, let's just play it out. Um, this is an encore, by the way. Uh, <laughs> who, what does happen if he gets disqualified? Does that mean Mahfoud? Well, what does happen? Is he allowed to then just no, that, that, that's designate a VP? Or does do we have to have a do-over? Is that oh Jesus? Don't say that. Touch wood on that. <laughs> uh, I don't <laughs> know. Do I haven't looked again. into the election law enough. But if you know anyone listening, if you do know enough about the election law, what does happen if one of the candidates gets disqualified? Do we have to do a rerun, or does the yeah. do they just appoint another candidate in their place? So you know, do yeah. please let us Hit know. Hit us We're up on, on Twitter. Twitter. That's actually really interesting. At Indonesia DLL, uh, and our email account. Uh, is Christabel? What is it? Indonesia D L L at Gentle Media. Gentle.network. Oh, gentle dot network. Yeah. Ooh, that's a fancy email address. Yeah, gentle. <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah, so if you do know, let us know. because uh, you know, we do not want to see I don't think I don't think anyone here wants to see a rerun of this particular election. Ugh. I don't yeah. think we've got it in us. Yeah. But I don't know. See what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Well, okay, so we'll keep you updated when that happens. So, um, yeah. Oh, and just before we get on out of here, happy birthday to Jakarta. Yeah, Jakarta, 492 years young. Which is insane. Which is insane. That yeah. is old. Yeah, so apparently uh, there was the, the you know the big uh, celebration out in uh, Bundaran Hai. Yeah, from my so, life for <laughs> yeah. briefly. <laughs> yeah, because traffic was bad like from the day yes. before, right? Yes. Because they were setting up the stages and, and whatnot. Yep. Uh, it was a shocker. But it looked like an absolute cracker of a it night. It did. And I stayed the well. hell away yeah. from it because I, I, <laughs> I did not do well in crowds. No. But yeah. I don't know. 492, pretty good. 492. So what are they going to do for 500 if that so was 492? What, eight more years? When, when is yeah. it? 2027? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's going to be a cracker, right? Yeah. I'll have to shut down the whole city. That'll yeah. be amazing. Yeah. That'll be pretty all right well okay cool see you again on monday yeah cheers indonesia dan limeline is a production of gentle media our producers are lisa sirikar christabel Pilar, and budi dharmawan our editor is satria utomo dada sampai jumpa